Hi, this is Sizwe Ndlovu, the CTO at Pineapple, an insurtech in South Africa. Uh, you're listening to InsureTech Business Series podcast hosted by Damola and Fulume. Uh, keep it tuned here for the best in InsureTech news in uh, Africa and the world. Welcome to the InsureTech Business Series podcast. I am Fulumi. And I am Gamola. And together, we host the most exciting podcast on insurance and insurtech-related topics in Africa. Stay tuned. Welcome, Sizwe. Yeah, thanks, Damola. And thanks for having me on your podcast. Really appreciate it. I'm really excited to uh, speak to you about some of the things we do and I guess the insure tech industry in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are super excited uh, about about that. Uh, I mean, insure tech is a buzzword, right? But then it is um, something that uh, we are quite passionate about, looking to see how um, the industry as a whole can uh, leverage innovation, leverage technology uh, in order to better serve uh, African customers. So, so I um, mean, like we usually do, we like to you know, meet our guests, right? So, tell us a bit about about yourself. Who is Sizwe? Yeah, sure thing, man. I'm Sizwe Ndlovu. Yes, I'm from South Africa. I was born in uh, KwaZulu-Natal um, and currently living in Johannesburg, um, working at Pineapple. Um, yeah, I just found myself obviously in the insurance industry. I mean, prior to this, I was not in the insurance industry at all. In fact, I was in, uh, <clears throat> I first started out, I know during varsity, I had like actual jobs while I was studying uh, just to, you know, pay for life. So I, I was working at startups there as well, actually. And that was in Cape Town. And through a competition, I won an internship overseas and I was living in Paris for a year. So I did an internship there, worked as well in the, in the, in the, in the tech space, but for an FMCG, um, a multinational sells wine and spirits, so I was in the in the liquor industry there for a little bit, um, but more on the on the tech side, international. So it was really really good exposure. Um, helped me really improve a lot of my uh, my my skills. Um, and then came back to South Africa, started freelancing a bit, um, and then um, I after that I moved up here to Johannesburg which is where I, you know, upon arrival, um, found myself in the city where uh, living with a lot of people who I studied with who are um, now in the in the finance industry. And that's the thing about Johannesburg. Everything that's, you know, what makes the city are the, are the finance companies, the, the, you know, finance and, you know, uh, you know, banks, insurance companies, all those. Um, so, that's kind of the, you know, Joe Johannesburg being the economic hub. That's what really drives the city. So for me, I spent my whole career not in this industry. And I figured, you know what, let me enter it to try and learn about it. So let me do something along the lines of finance, even consulting. Um, you know, I was even open to consulting, which might even, because usually you consult and you end up working with one of these big, you know, corporates, these banks or insurance companies to do consulting for them. So I figured, let me just try and get into this industry. And, um, 
I was on a train once and I bumped into the co-founders of Pineapple and we had a conversation over there. And then I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I, so yeah, that was around June, July of 2017. And then, yeah, February 2018, I started Pineapple and yeah, I've been there since and really enjoying it, really enjoying the stuff we're doing for the, <laughs> for the insurance uh, industry. Well, that's, 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 that's very interesting, actually, you know, uh, talking about working and schooling and then, you know, coming to a new city, you know, and then, you know, bumping into um, the co-founder of Pineapple. I mean, no background in insurance, right? Coming to the finance, <laughs> finance space and then <laughs> you are... I mean, part of a company that is, uh, we definitely go back, go, go on to, to what pineapple is doing, but you're part of, of something very interesting. Uh, in, in, in terms of, of your journey so far, right? Uh, from, you know, hustling and, and things like that, going to, going abroad and then coming back to South Africa. What values, you know, I've defined your career so far. I mean, it's quite interesting your journey because just like both of us, uh, myself and Volumi, you don't have a background in insurance, right? Uh, but yeah. then <laughs> you're doing something amazing in this space. So, Look, um, geez, I think a, a, a common theme in my life, something I really, I learned from, you know, early days, even since high school, actually, um, is just to like never back down, I guess. Um, this has just always been something like this is a mantra that I just I kind of live by and I um, take it through everything that I do um, mm. you know just being optimistic about everything and really understanding that you know um, the outcome of a certain situation is solely dependent on myself and you know I need to just kind of go out and really um, you know do what I need to do to make the, the the change or the effect that I would want to see out there. Um, so that's something that's definitely carried me through those hustling years, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's also always attractive about pineapple um, and, and, you know, joining the co-founders on this journey and everything that I've been through mm -hmm. uh, since joining there now, uh, there's so much, you know, when you look at the insurance industry, there's so much there that is, um, that that is just ripe for change, you know, ripe for innovation, ripe for disruption. That's also another buzzword. Uh, but <laughs> there's, there's, there's so much opportunity for change, so much opportunity for things to be done different, to be done better, you know, um, especially, you know, with the times changing and digital penetration, just, you know, like an all time high and even going higher, you know, now we're living in the age where billionaires are going to space <laughs> on their own rockets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, really like <laughs> there's so much i hope i hope pineapple will ensure, ensure the, the first uh, uh, african company to take people to space man that would, that would, <laughs> that would be super crazy man uh that would that would definitely be crazy but i definitely uh i mean those are the times we're living in right now i still have to kind of you know knock yeah absolutely. I, I have to like pinch myself be like okay gosh billionaires are sending themselves <laughs> to space wow <laughs> um but yeah i think so it's it's these things as you can see like you know the world is changing and with pineapple we kind of want to be at the forefront of the change of insurance and for me that was a very mm. attractive thing um which had me um you know really aligned with the vision that the 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 company mm. is setting out to achieve um and also it aligned mm. with with you know what i wanted at the time which was just to learn about the you know uh, finance insurance industries 
you know, and, and how mm-hmm. things operate on that end. So, yeah, man, I think it was a very good opportunity. And, you know, I've, you know, I've been there since and I'm still here and I still plan on being here for uh, quite <laughs> awesome. a bit. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome, great. Uh, uh, follow me. Uh, we didn't uh, bump into each other on the train, but I mean, <laughs> we've been friends for some time. <laughs> hey. I, I think I'll just book the next train and, and see what happens. And see what happens. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> Um, so I know that you, I mean, you've talked about some of the amazing experience um, with Pineapple, but um, can you like tell us a bit more about, you know, Pineapple and what you guys are trying to achieve? I wouldn't lie to you when um, I sort of checked um, Lemonade, right? Um, I was, I stumbled yes. on um, Pineapple as well. And my organization, the organization I currently work for um, is known as Tangent. Then I went, what are these um, fruity, fruity, um, you know, Christmas organizations? <laughs> <laughs> I went to check Pineapple, and um, it's pretty awesome what you guys are doing. So I would just like to, like, you know, for you to tell our audience um, what, what what Pineapple is about and um, what the mission is. Absolutely. You know? um, so, yeah, in terms of what Pineapple is trying to achieve, so... You know, I, I mean, I like putting my own twist on this, um, which is not a, an official representation of the company, but at least the way I think about it. Um, essentially, Pineapple, you know, we try to democratize insurance. Um, if you look at, you know, the, the current trends of the world, you know, and kind of what, which companies are kind of the biggest ones now and really what's helping them thrive. It's really along the lines of the sharing economy and what they do, what obviously what, what these companies do is that they put the, the power back into the people's hands and give them, uh, it empowers them and gives them that earning capacity, uh, basically. So if you look at things like Uber, you know, where drivers can um, earn money through driving and, you know, the, and a user can become a driver themselves and a user can just request a ride from any person and get delivered from A to B. You also got Airbnb where you as a, as a homeowner, you can rent out your place and you can earn money from that as well. Um, so essentially, you know, when I look at pineapple, I kind of see pineapple along those same lines. And um, that's essentially what we're really trying to achieve. Um, just to speak more about the model of pineapple and, and how we, you know, what makes pineapple different from a lot of other insurance companies and insurtechs out there. So essentially with Pineapple, what happens is when you open the app, you you have an in-app Pineapple wallet, which essentially reflects, uh, you know, how your, how your premium is behaving or, you know, how it's being affected. And just to, you know, I'm sure that your audience is quite aware of, you know, currently how the insurance industry works, but I can just kind of give a, a brief one in there. What typically, what typically happens in insurance industries is that when you pay premium, uh, it goes to the insurance company and, you know, essentially the insurance company will collect all that premium and it, it's stored with, it's held by the insurance company. So that, so when a claim comes in, you know, if let's say I want to claim from the company, uh, you'll find now that the, that what pays for that claim is actually the sum of everyone's premiums going in. But because that's the profit of the insurance company, Insurance companies tend to to uh, be hesitant to pay out that that, that claim, you know, uh, because that's that's the, the the profit that they make. So that's the conflict of interest that your typical model would have in that regard. And what pineapple does different is that we just take a fixed fee. Um, 
we take 15% of a premium for, uh, you know, our running costs uh, um, as, as profit. And then we, another 15%, which is for reinsurance to ensure that all uh, claims on the platform are paid out. And then the remaining 70% goes back to you as the user. Mm-hmm. So that is what's in your pineapple wallet. And you can essentially affect how much of that money you get to save by making friends with the right people so that when people claim on the system, you only contribute to the claims of those who are closest to you as opposed to those who are not. So we're really trying to bring in that that communal aspect of, of insurance back together to actually show just exactly what insurance really was meant to be, which is a beautiful thing uh, to help people out in their time of need. Okay, so uh, what has been like, and um, so I, I know that there's, there's something that, you know, um, South Africans always say about this um Ubuntu, I hope I'm correct when it comes to, you know, um, togetherness or contributory efforts. Um, would that be something like that kind of model? Um, I mean, having to have people contribute to um, claims of people that are closest to them. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Adebo Ali Banjo. I'm co-founder, CEO at MyCover.ai, and we are building Africa's digital insurance infrastructure. For the latest news on insurance technology in Africa, keep listening to InsurTech Business Series and stay updated. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. So yes, Ubuntu, you got it right. Uh, to my understanding, it's an African philosophy, but I know the word itself is it's from my language, my mother tongue, uh, Zulu, um, which is basically, um, you know, I am because you are. Um, it, it's it's that emphasis that emphasis on community where essentially you help each other out. And I know this is a it's a very um, it's a very close African tradition. Uh, it seems to be common through um, cultures throughout Africa, um, and we exercise this in many uh, in many ways. I know in South Africa, one thing that's very popular are stock fells. Um, I think to explain what a stock fell is, it's basically like a group. Um, I'm not sure what the English term is, but it's like a it's a a group pool where everyone kind of puts money in and saves towards a goal, okay. um, and people kind of do it together um, in groups. And you know, it's very popular in South Africa. I think the industry is like it's over it's worth over a billion. Like like actually like north of that, is, you know, there's so many. Um, it's a very common practice in South Africa. And essentially, pineapple. To think about it, it really works like that. So you can think of essentially your community. You're building your own stock fell, and a lot of people can pay into that. Uh, all you your premiums as you're paying are going into that stock fell. And when you need, when you are in a time of need, when something happens, you know, to some something that you uh, hold close and dear, like you know your laptop or your cell phone you then can then dip into that part and essentially you're helping each other as a community. Mm, mm, great. Uh, so you, you spoke about um, the kind of like ethos of, of pineapple being um, on the mission to democratize insurance and also you know, bring back that uh, community um, feel or, you know, mind that originally was there when insurance was being designed, right? Um, so from the technology perspective, right? Because, I mean, I've checked through Pineapple website and I'm seeing things like insure with a snap, right? <laughs> How 
is this possible hack can you take us into how people experience pineapple no of course man um so we pineapple is a mobile app and with that there's a lot of advantages that one can do and um you know kind of offer different experiences to the user in terms of you know anything they do and obviously in our case ensuring your your items so like you said on pineapple it's as easy as uh ensuring your things with a snap so what happens is you will essentially open your app um and there's a little uh, camera button at the bottom a plus item which signifies to add a new item click that and it opens your camera and you literally take a snap of what you want to ensure so you can take a picture of your laptop of your computer of your um uh you know, anything. Um, and what happens is once you've taken a picture of it, we have AI um, that'll have a look at the picture and classify what item it is that you've taken a picture of. So it'll ask you, is this a laptop? Is this a cell phone? Is this a watch? Anything? And you'll confirm yes or no. And um, upon the confirmation, if not, you can then select the right category because it will put it in the, in the appropriate category. You give it a name, you give it an estimated value, and then you'll get back your premium. And it'll tell you how much it'll cost per month. And if you're happy, just add it to the basket, uh, insert your payment details, and boom, you're covered instantly. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I I can (laughs) imagine that experience and comparing that to working to a regular traditional insurance company. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I I I totally agree. It seems, it seems like a more um, friendly um, app to use. I mean, judging by the fact that it's um, API based, um, but maybe because I'm an insurance person, I, I would probably ask some of these questions. I mean, it's good to have insurance technology and also um, you know a bit of insurance. So at the back of my mind, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to wonder how um, you guys are able to trying to, you know, identify um, some of those um, claims, for instance, to see the authenticity of this particular product. Have have there been any basis for fraud at some point in time? How are you able to verify that? Because then again, of course, South Africa has a very huge database um, for checking some of these things. But how how are you able to, you know, manage that bit? That's a good question, Afolumi. So essentially, look, from... From a high level, like taking this out back to the high level, the one thing that we do uh, aim to do, and that's just the ethos of Pineapple, it's what we're trying to do, which is obviously make the the insurance industry more friendly, more um, accessible, and more communal. And we rely on that 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 communal aspect to essentially reduce fraud. So currently fraud is a big thing in insurance for the very fact for the very fact that people just don't trust insurance companies. Um, and you know it's it's due to um, I think for the most part what I explained in the beginning where there's that conflict of interest. You know the insurance companies just want to collect premium but they don't want to uh, pay out claims. From our point of view we have no incentive to deny claims because we don't make money from that. Um, and what we do is we encourage, um, you know, people to connect and, and, and build communities um, so that if you, if you attempt to do fraud, you're actually defrauding your own friends, your own community, which then puts the onus on you as the person, like, I mean, you would want to do that a lot less to the people that you care about. Um, I think there was even a survey, I think that the, 
that the, 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 the co-founders actually did for their uh, research in the product development of Pineapple. And they asked people um, if they believe that the uh, insurance premium um, actually you know, helps people out in the time of need, uh, which is obviously in the time of claims. And like, a vo- like, I don't know if it was everyone, but there was like a vast majority, almost like 80, 90% people said no. Um, so that speaks of the sentiment that people have towards insurance. And at Pineapple, we believe if we change that, we'll naturally see like a reduction in fraud, et cetera. So that is on the high level um, from, the, from the high level. In terms of the, the tech itself, um, for, the, for the fact that we're able to collect a lot of alternative data um, from user behavior, et cetera, and obviously data that we've collected, um, you know, historically, we can actually kind of see the behaviors of people um, and, you know, kind of do a more accurate risk assessment profile in terms of the actual person. And this is something we definitely do want to uh, explore in the, in, the, in the future to, you know, almost, um, you know, not unfairly prejudice a person because of, you know, uh, you know, where they live or, you know, the credit history of their, of their family kind of being passed down to them or things like that. So there's a lot of, of that alternative data that we do rely on. And as it stands right now, I think when you insure your item with pineapple, we do collect more information um, than, you know, like your typical insurer, because at least now we're getting a picture, et cetera. Uh, whereas I know I just, normally you just tell the person, okay, I've got a phone and this is a serial number, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, mm. This is interesting that you talked about our data. Uh, I mean, generally, uh, the insurance industry is, a, is an industry of data, right? Um, but what we have seen is, I mean, many of those data, one, maybe um, insurance companies are not using them right. Uh, they're not getting insights from some of the data that they already have. Um, they're not um, looking at alternative sources of data to help understand better understand their customers and their and the risk that they are taking up and things like that and so that's why it's interesting like um what you guys are doing um did the covid 19 uh, experience did it validate some things that you're doing did it negate some things that you're doing and maybe what are the thoughts that you have for the industry when it comes to even you know behavioral data like you said i mean we see things that uh, vitality is doing it's quite interesting yeah yeah no definitely look i think uh, everyone was affected by covid somehow um most negatively um and unfortunately so um yeah the pandemic really did change a lot of things um and as you said it forced a lot of people to go digital um and you know a lot of uh, companies had to kind of you know switch and go that route uh fortunately for pineapple because we are digital first um we we were kind of able to continue. Um, I know at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people were very concerned about a lot of things. And essentially what, um, I guess we're very fortunate. We did definitely see an uptick um, in people, um, you know, making use of our platform. I think this generally was because a lot of people were just concerned about the times, you know, and kind of um, started reaching out and, and, um, you know, wanted to kind of protect things that they care most about, and they look to pi- to platforms like Pineapple to do so. And we're very happy that we can we were actually able to help people during those kind of times. So that's essentially what we're we're here for, um, and we definitely, um, um, you know, very 
you know happy once like once again like i say that that we can uh, service uh, people like uh, you know our, our our clients like that so yeah that's yeah, we did see an uptake in 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 uh in usage with COVID. Obviously in South Africa, we do have like rolling lockdowns that happen like in between months when the cake, when we have our peaks in the COVID cases. And obviously you can kind of see that as well in the numbers. So when the cases go up and the lockdown hits, it, it, it starts to be visible in the numbers. But I think uh, generally we've just been seeing an uptake uh, for the most part. And it's really exciting. It, it definitely does speak to what people are looking for during these times and we're really glad that we can uh, service them with that okay um so um i know you talked about um covid19 and um, in recent times there's been a bit of um, unrest because of you know the issues surrounding um jacob zuma right um has this in any way also impacted um you know kind of for in terms of claims payments and other activities carried out by government Hi, I'm Dr. Neto, founder and CEO of Wella Health, where we're working on affordable access to healthcare using technology and alternative care pathways, microinsurance being central to our work. I'm delighted to be on a chat on InsurTech Business Series, where we talk about some of the stuff we're learning at Wella Health and how we can improve insurance adoption across Nigeria and Africa. Enjoy. You know, when when the country is going through things and there's a lot of macroeconomic factors that, you know, come into play, you know, one can typically see that reflecting the numbers and that just speaks to how people are generally feeling the general sentiment about it. Um, So the the protests that happened about two weeks ago um, involving the the president's incarceration, um, you know, that that also kind of did reverberate around the country. um, And, you know, this obviously was seen... um, you know, within the the within the the figures and the numbers, um, and basically, you know, it was a really trying time for the country. A lot of people were very concerned. A lot of people were quite fearful uh, because a lot of these uh, protests did get quite out of hand. Um, you know, so it was definitely visible. We could see a lot of that, um, you know, being affected. But I think it's during those times that a lot of people, you know, would typically want to, you know, make sure that their things are covered and, you know, that they, they kept safe and 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 everything of theirs is, um, you know, is protected. And, you know, that's, you know, once again, that's uh, the service that Pineapple uh you know, wants to serve in these kind of times. And, you know, I think it really helps the fact that we're so accessible. It's just an app that you download and you go for it. You don't need to get on phones, et cetera, um, which really assists um, us in in terms of, you know, serving the clients, uh, our, our customers, um, you know, what, what they need uh, during that time. But, yeah, the, you know, the macroeconomic events will always kind of show. Um, and I think... Um, you know, it, it's not even just uh, something unique to pineapple. I think that just ha- this kind of reverberates across all businesses. Uh, you know, I know uh, it was quite a tough time for a lot of companies. Um, you know, two weeks ago during the the peak of the of the protests, um, but they definitely do seem to have calmed down right now, and uh, yeah, things are definitely picking up. Um, okay, so um, I'm, I I think I can actually understand because we've 
literally had that kind of issue here. Um, um, 2020 when we had um, the NSAS protest in Nigeria. So, yes. Um, to be understandable, but again, um, as this sort of increased like um, claims, because I've seen that um, there's been a lot of um, property damages and um, um, a lot of you know destruction of um, um, policy orders. Um, I mean, insured policy orders. Um, um, should I say properties as well? Yes. So, how has the claim experience been, and how are, how are you managing the turnaround time? Um, at pineapple. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, the, the claims definitely have picked up. Um, a lot of these claims it's, um, that are coming through are more state claims. Um, so we do offer that facility. Um, our, our state, the state insurance company is called Sazria here. Um, and essentially, uh, Sazria is, uh, manages all these, um, these claims which result from riots and terrorism and things along those lines. So we have definitely seen an yeah, we we've we've definitely seen an uptake in in those claims. And but we are fortunate, you know, our underwriters, um, old neutral, they they really um help us when it in terms of uh, equipping um and allocating enough resources and stuff to manage that that claims turnaround time. So um, you know, we are writ- underwritten by by them. Um they have a presence in Nigeria. I know that they do uh, throughout Africa. They definitely have really uh, assisted in, you know, kind of aligning themselves with our ethos and helping people in their times of need and managing a lot of these claims, the turnaround times. They're actually quite good. I mean, yeah, this, this is something you'd naturally expect from any type of public demonstration um, of this nature. Yeah, yeah. Can you maybe give us an idea of the, the landscape of the insurtech space specifically in, in South Africa? I mean, it would be interesting to see, to hear about what exactly is going on in that space and how how uh, how you are relating with you know regulation and you know insurers who are who have uh, you know legacy systems and, and even customers who are demanding something new and different. Yeah. No, definitely. And I also do have a vision of what the future might look like, and I'll definitely share it to my, in my answer. So currently, the insure tech space, I mean, I think we started seeing a, a, a real boom in it, kind of when Pineapple um, started, you know, publicly launched um, here. Around, I think we launched around this time, you know, like end of July. Uh, three years ago in 2018. Um, and we've had a couple of insurtechs also come out here in South Africa as well. Um, some of them obviously have pivoted, others uh, have uh, continued. And basically there are quite a lot of, uh, a lot more insurtechs that are coming out lately. And um, the, the thing is that obviously these are all new companies, including us. Um, and we we essentially need to partner with established insurance companies, which, as you mentioned, have all the legacy systems, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we make it work. Um, but if you kind of, you know, if you look at, uh, let's say like 20 years ago, insurtechs really weren't there, but all these big, these big players were still there and they were doing everything that they were doing, that they're still doing now. And now you've got the, 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 these insurtechs coming out now during this time. And if you look, if you ask me, probably like 20, 30 years later, these same insurtechs are going to become seriously big companies to the point where essentially they can operate and have their own insurance license licenses with, um, you know, with more modern technology, which is more uh, um, adaptable to 
to the to the times to those times will that will be obviously there in the future and well we don't know what's going to come after that but yeah i think if you look at the trend i think um your your insure techs are going to be the new uh, you know the, the 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 new legacy systems of the future, um, <laughs> to put it like that. But yeah, that's if you ask me, that's where I believe we're going um, in that direction. And I think Pineapple is is well seated in the front seat over there to uh, to make that happen. Mm, great. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that as well. But for, from from kind of like a, I mean, because when you talk about insure tech, is technology coming to the insurance space to help improve how people experience and buy insurance, right? Um, I mean, that's how I would define insure tech. From from that tech perspective, I mean, what what technologies do you think that insurance companies or even the insurance industry in Africa be focusing on to see how we can advance you know there are new realities post-covid realities you know there is an african free trade agreement uh, reality there's reality of improving penetration a reality of serving underserved uh, uninsured customers you know and things like that absolutely absolutely um yes from a technology perspective i think that um the advent of insurtechs will definitely make insurance significantly more accessible um and we're see, we're even seeing it now in our own business um you know we're able to now uh get cover on get cover for people who ordinarily wouldn't have any access to insurance um you know so mm-hmm. it's less it's less intimidating now it's just like there's no one who's going to ask you a bunch of questions which you might feel scared to ask the answer or anything yeah. it's i mean you just do it in your own time um wherever you are wherever you can and as i mentioned earlier the collection of alternative data as well means that we can actually uh, assess your risk profile uniquely individually because especially in countries like south africa people are prejudiced um based on you know the historical uh, circumstances which is very unfair i mean you don't want to you know if if you are a good risk you're a very responsible person but you live in an area where you know like people are rowdy etc but you yourself are just a very responsible person and you manage to be very responsible with the things you do uh, you know you shouldn't be you shouldn't be prejudiced based off that or if you come from a family where you know your, your parents were not formally educated and never had access to opportunity um, you know you shouldn't be prejudiced because of things like that so with the advent and the, you know of you know your smartphones and apps etc collecting all that alternative data can really help us um you know assess more accurate and better risk profiles for individuals um and achieve accessibility for um to you know throughout the rest of the continent for insurance you know as you said insurance is is quite low penetrated throughout the rest of africa i think with the you know the advent of insurtechs that's definitely going to change within the next 10 years i mean honestly south africa is already doing um, good in that aspect i think you guys are like the big the um, best out of all of the countries put together, even more than the U.S. So um, it's it's really impressive. But but then again, we've often wondered how regulators play in that space. I've had a conversation with someone who was trying to launch a, an initial tech startup, and it was mostly killed because of overregulation of um, their products and services offerings. So um, how how would you say? Or what would you say about, you know, the regulatory kickbacks or limitations um, 
in South Africa, especially as it relates to InsurTech um, organizations there? Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, I mean, you, you, you are innovating, you are, you are bringing in new technology, you're talking about AI. I mean, AI was not there 20 years ago, 30 years ago in the insurance industry. <laughs> so regulators are saying, hey, what's this? <laughs> no, that is that is definitely true. And that's a really good question. Um, yeah, look, um, you know, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. The established companies, uh, insurance companies that have been here for a very long time, um, definitely have a set of rules and regulations kind of that have been informed by obviously the state um, and also by, um, you know, by, by in large part themselves as well. Um, and, you know, here comes this insure tech that's trying to change things and, you know, kind of disrupt everything. Um and uh-huh. that, yeah, I, I mean, look, I can also say we definitely, um, we definitely uh, are not um, absolved from that experience. Uh, we definitely have encountered that definitely. Um, I think it's very important. I know from our point of view, we really do want to work with all stakeholders, with the state, et cetera, the powers that be to ensure that these things, um, you know, kind of get over the line. Um I do believe, though, that these regulations will change in future, um, given given the demand of the people. So if something is um, really in demand and requested by the user base, I think, um, and obviously it's large enough to the scale, you know, to a national scale, I think it's definitely something which will catch the attention of the state and, you know, kind of the powers that be and essentially uh, be able to uh, make those amends, obviously, once we uh, get to that point um, and once the technology also develops further. So things like, a, you know, the AI, the ability to assess people's risk, once that kind of starts maturing and, and getting, you know, much better, mm-hmm. then I think we will start to see a change in the regulation that governs the industry. And also when these insured techs, like I said, give them 20, 30 years, they'll be really, they'll be their own insurance companies with their own insurance licenses, et cetera. At that point, obviously they'll have more of a, a, a say, they'll have a seat at the table. And I think over there, we, um, you know, the, the, the um, regulation will definitely be able to be influenced. But I know that from, um, from an insurance point of view, from the pineapple point of view, we're always fighting for the user first. And um, yeah, there are some kickbacks that could come from that. But I know that if uh, um, it, it's just, you know, kind of being solution orientated, coming with a an optimistic mindset of trying to work through these things. I mean, a solution will always be found in that regard. So, yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, a lot of, of things to, to definitely look out for. I mean, we're very optimistic about what, what uh, technology and innovation can, can bring. We're not because of the fact that um, insurance is is a very regulated business that needs to do what is promised. Uh, technology can be an enabler, just like you've explained about, you know, technology helping insurance to get um, people to access um, this service more. Uh, so from a skills perspective, right, because, uh, I mean, many of people who listen to us are insurance professionals as well who are thinking, hey, how can we do things differently? How can we, from a skills perspective, insurance professionals, uh, I mean, myself, for example, should I go and be learning code? <laughs> or, you know, I know that you know how to, to, to speak a number of languages 
that's minus uh, computer languages, you know, and things like that. <laughs> right, but what do you think, um, you know, insurance professionals should be doing, especially looking at the fact that the future of ins- the insurance space is definitely going to involve a lot of technology, a lot of innovation. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it depends what the individual wants for themselves. If you if you are if you want to actually launch your own product, etc., um, you you could definitely learn to code. Like it would definitely help. Obviously, it's not the easiest thing to do, um, <laughs> but uh, it'll definitely help. And it'll help you uh, um, deal with these uh, these outsourcing uh, companies that they, they, these dev houses basically, because you find that a lot of them they they really try to. Uh, um, take advantage of the clients due to their lack of knowledge of uh, coding, etc. So it'll definitely help in that regard. But uh, I think generally, just to kind of future-proof oneself, uh, I think one should, um, you know, just kind of keep up with the trends and understand, you know, kind of the regulations, the rules, and you know, all those type of things happening within the insurance industry. Um, really keep up to date with, you know who's doing what um, and the latest innovations just so that you know exactly what's possible out there. And I think that'll also encourage you also just to also imagine what could be. And, you know, I think from that point of view, that's when you yourself then start inventing the future and uh, start doing, um, you know, a lot of these things. Yeah. And listen to InsureTech Business Series podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah, a, lot, a whole lot. Absolutely a whole lot. Indeed. So we've, you've talked about, you know, different tech trends. And um, of course, again, with the way um, the world is changing, our environments are changing day by day. And um, a lot of people are looking to um, engage in more um, the use of technology, basically. And so we've heard that InsurTech would disrupt, you know, um, some of the um, conventional insurance. But then again, do you, do you really think that tech is the messiah for the insurance industry in Africa, especially um, in terms of engaging the financial exclusive community? Yeah, look, I I, I, I definitely believe so. I think um, obviously mixed with a number of factors, but I think the, the one primary thing with uh, insurance and, you know, all the barriers that surround it is access. And I think technology plays a big role in terms of you know, getting access to a lot of people, um, and and you know, because I mean, if you have a smartphone and you have internet connectivity, well, then you you've got all the access you need. So I think definitely technology plays a big role in that regard. Um, you know, you can even see it in the fintechs now in Nigeria; they're booming. You know, just due to due to tech. Yeah, so I, um, I definitely do think that tech will play an extremely important role in terms of getting uh, access to, uh, you know, insurance and insurance products to people across the continent. Mm, mm, that's 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 quite interesting, and I totally agree with you. And so, for for pineapple, right? Uh, what, what what what's what's the future like? What what's next, right? You're, you've started uh, conquering uh, Africa little by little. Are we going to be seeing the next, uh, the first African insurtech unicorn? Uh, you know, we have the fintech unicorn with, uh, you know, flutter with. Yeah. Is pineapple the one? I mean, we want it to come from Nigeria, but hey, we are, we're one Africa, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely. And we celebrate the successes, man. So yeah, Plateau, we're doing extremely, extremely well. Yeah. Very inspiring. 
Um, yeah, man, look, that's the plan. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we definitely uh, would like to be the, the InsureTech unicorn coming out. So we're definitely working towards that. So yeah, keep your eye out. Watch the space. Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you, there was an, uh, an announcement recently? Yes, yes. So we just uh, closed about 5 million USD uh, in uh, Series A funding. So yeah, we're just going to be Hunting growth now. Um, it's gonna really, it's gonna really allow wow. us to do a lot of exciting things for our customers. Wow, that's 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 amazing. Well, well yeah. done. Congrats. No, thanks so much, man. Nations. Okay. Um. Finally, I know that um, this has been an interesting conversation, but again, um, we usually allow our speakers to have the opportunity to connect with our audience. And so some of the people that are listening to this, how, how do you think is the best way to connect with you or some of the investors that might probably be interested in Pineapple? Cool. Um, so you can connect with me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Sizwen Globu. You can just search me there. I've got an Afro. You'll see a guy there with an Afro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm also on Twitter, which is at Sizwen Globu. S-I-Z-W-E-N-D-L-O-V-U. Um, and then on Pineapple, you can uh, get all the details on Pineapple at our website, which is pineapple.co.za. It's got our Twitter, our Facebook. It's got uh, investor relation things. It's got uh, information just about the company as a whole. Everything is there. So, yeah, uh, to any potential investors, please feel free to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, gone in for the unicorn. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Punching for that unicorn. Um, yeah. And, and to the listeners, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> please feel free to check us out. And thank you to the two of you and to the podcast InsureTech Business Series. I uh, really enjoyed this conversation. Hi. And I hope you did enjoy that conversation. Quite interesting one. Do ensure that you continue to listen to our podcast and share as well with your colleagues and friends uh, future episodes and even previous ones on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on every platform that you get your podcasts. Right. And also don't forget to join the conversation on all of our social media platforms. You might have comments, reviews, as well as questions. Please do share on our LinkedIn page, on our Twitter page, as well as remember to follow us.